everybody. This is Heidi St. John. Welcome to the Busy Mom Podcast. It is back to school, and I know many of my friends here in the Pacific Northwest are uh, turning off this podcast right now and running out into the yards and screaming because they're not quite ready. We're going to go back to school here until around a Labor Day. Some of us are a little slow on the draw. Some of us are a little excited, and so we're getting into it sooner. But by and large, it's back to school. And I know that most of my friends in the South and in the East have already gone back to school. And so I want to talk about trust today. I want to talk about trust because we've been talking about, the other day I talked about recognizing false teachers. And I hope that you will share that podcast widely with your friends and that you'll listen to it with your spouse because probably more than anything, uh, probably greater than any struggle we are going to have with our children in the culture in the days ahead, particularly as they head back to school, is learning to differentiate between the truth and the lies of the enemy. And once you know God's word and once you're in it every day, the truth will become more and more clear to you and the lies will be more easily seen. But until then, we really need to be praying for each other and asking the Lord to open the eyes of our hearts so that we can actually differentiate between truth and lies. I want to talk about trust in motherhood today, because I think that there's so much happening in the culture. And so many times we turn on the news or we, you know, our kids come home from school and we hear something like, you're kidding me, that happened at school today. And I think it's hard for us to trust that God has it in his ability to care for and watch over our children. Now, this doesn't change the fact that my husband and I have chosen to homeschool our children. And I know many of you listening to this today are certainly considering whether or not you should be doing that with your own children. And this is something that I am encouraging parents to really pray about in the culture right now. But God says that no matter what happens, we can trust him. Now, do we want to uh, put ourselves in harm's way on purpose and then say, but God, you said that you'd protect us? No, certainly not. But there are many things that happen. And in fact, I am convinced that much of the things that have happened in, uh, to me in my life were things that I didn't have control over, and God was trying to teach me how to trust Him. And I'm just at the tail end now of writing a book about it, and I'm excited for you guys to read it and excited to see what God will do with it. But a lot of the book is me sharing a story of coming from a place of weakness and realizing that it didn't really matter in my adult life where I came from other than the fact that God wanted to use it, because God takes the things that are hard and he makes them uh, something that we can use to bring glory to him as we grow and we walk in faith with him. Uh, I want to remind you, for those of you who have never heard this podcast before, this airs every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday. My husband, Jay, and I work to get this podcast out to thousands and thousands of listeners around the world, and we appreciate your support. We run a nonprofit organization, a ministry to families called Firmly Planted Family, and and we would appreciate your financial support as well as your prayers. Uh, if you're interested in finding out more about our ministry, we'll link back to it today in the show notes. You can find us at firmlyplantedfamily.org. I also want to tell you a few things that are coming up over at the blog. If you haven't subscribed yet to my blog, you can find me at thebusymom.com. And if you haven't had a chance to look at the scripture writing that I do every month, I hope that you'll go and check that out. You can find it at thebusymom.com forward slash scripture writing. And we're just getting ready to come into a brand new month, the whole brand new topic that we're going to be going over. And I hope that you will do that with me. It's a wonderful opportunity for you to be in the word with your kids. And we have done copywork pages for you so that if you want to use it in your school day, you can download those pages and your children can be using 
the Bible to practice their handwriting, to memorize God's word, and it can be an encouragement for you as well. So I've been doing that with my kids for a long time. A huge blessing to our family. So check it out. Those are free downloads, HeidiStJohn.com forward slash scripture writing. And I will link back to those in the show notes today as well. Also want to really be encouraging you. Uh, if you haven't gone back and looked at some of the last podcasts that we did, one of the things that I want to remind you about is, uh, and I've been getting a lot of questions about it and a lot of people asking me about uh, City Girl Prepper, and she is this amazing woman that I just did a series of podcasts for those of you who are trying to figure out how do we get ready for an emergency, how much water do we need, all those things. Go back and look at those podcasts because there are free downloads for like uh, family emergency plans. Um uh, uh, things to tell you exactly what you need in an emergency, but even better than than that. My friend Jennifer has started a brand new uh, business and she is packing backpacks for you and you can keep them in your car, in your garage, uh, in the in uh, your place of work. And they have everything you need for anywhere from 42 to 78 hours worth of supplies in them, the things that you don't think about, duct tape and stuff like that. So it's wonderful. I absolutely love what she's doing. And I will link back to that today at the podcast. I hope you guys will check that out and consider purchasing a backpack for yourself and for your kids. You can use the code that is found there and I'll link back to that as well. You can use the code and you'll get 10% off of your backpack. And also Jennifer is doing an awesome thing where she is letting moms who are interested in making money from home actually sell them. And kind of like in the same way that you would sell any other kind of multi-level marketing, but you do it from home and you get to help other moms make sure that their families are ready in case of an emergency. So I think it's very, very timely given what's happening in, in the country right now, just to be ready. Uh, we had a friend of mine tell me the other day there was an earthquake where they were and scared him to death. She said, we realized if we lose water or power for any length of time or there's a run on the grocery store, we're in trouble. And uh, the Bible says that we should be ready. And so uh, it's a good idea to be ready. And instead of being panicked, be prepared. So Please check out what Jennifer's doing at City Girl Prepper. I think you guys will think it's as cool as I do. I have backpacks from that woman, and I'm telling you what, I'm feeling like some sort of uh, prepper girl now. I'm not really a prepper, but I feel like one, all right? So very cool. Also, I want to remind you, I know this is a very contentious election cycle. I appreciate the feedback that you are giving me. Uh, I know many of you are still struggling as to what to do in the election. Probably, and I'll just be real honest, and this is part of the reason why I want to talk about trust today. Um, this is without a doubt the hardest election that I have ever faced in my lifetime. And in fact, I've spoken to my husband's mom about it and to many uh, friends of mine who are in their 70s and 80s, and I'm hearing the same thing from them too. This has been a very difficult year. And in many ways, it's a reflection of the culture. It's a reflection of where we are as a culture. Because we have decided to remove God from our schools and from our public uh, places, courtrooms and places like that, the enemy has gotten a foothold. And over and over in the Bible, we read what happens when we allow the enemy to get a foothold. And so today, I want to talk to you a little bit about trust, because I think that as we're looking at our children, it is easy, or at least it's easy for me, to almost become paralyzed 
by fear and to think what's going to happen. So for me, a worst case scenario would be that Hillary Clinton would get into the White House. Now, I know some of you are poking your eyes out right now and you can't believe I just said that out loud. <laughs> but uh, this is a woman who voted in, in favor over and over again of partial birth abortion. There was a woman at the DNC. I watched her, quote, shout her abortion from the front to the cheering crowd that is the DNC. And as I look at the platform and have read through the platform of the DNC and the platform of the RNC, and I don't consider myself a Republican or a Democrat, I consider myself a conservative. But as I look at the platforms, I'm telling you what the difference is to me, they are as stark as good versus evil. And it is frightening to consider what is going to happen if Christians stay home and don't get out and vote like they did in 2008 and 2012. And it's important for us to be involved. But I want to just, I want to take it a little step further today because and I'm, I'm going to be preaching to myself because there's a part of me that just thinks, you know, someone said to me the other day, Heidi St. John, why are you, why are you using your platform to do um, something bad? You know, why aren't you using it to do something good? You could be a voice for a third party candidate. And for just a minute, I was like, you know, I felt this voice of condemnation, like, you know, why am I not using my platform? And I realized I'm, I'm only doing what God puts in front of me, what God asks me to do. And honestly, mom, those of you who are listening today and you feel like you don't have a voice, what God is asking you to do is use the platform that he has given you, your circle of influence, whoever that is, to speak truth and then to trust the Lord. That's really all we can do. We speak the truth that God gives us and then we trust him with the results of it. And when our children have been when the Lord gives children to us, we start to learn what trust looks like, right? I became a mother in 1991, and uh, as you guys will find out, many of you have heard me speak across the country, and so you already know my testimony, but I wrote about it quite a bit in the new book that I just am finishing up. And a lot of what the Lord has done in my life in the last 25 years of parenting has been all about teaching me to trust Him and teaching me uh, that He's good, that His heart toward us is always good. And when our kids are babies— we take care of them in large part that's based on things that we've learned or that we've read in books or we've been, have been passed down to us from other mothers. And what we're doing is we're trusting that what worked for them is going to work for us too, right? We trust that the opinions of doctors are correct, although I, as I'm seeing in the culture, I think that's uh, less and less in some ways unfortunate and in some ways it needed to happen. But we trust the car that we're driving is going to get us from uh, point A to point B and that the car seats that we buy are going to work in the event of an accident. But honestly, you guys, it's an illusion, this idea that we control much of anything at all. And as my kids are getting older, I'm realizing that it's harder and harder uh, to control their environments. As your children leave the home, as you send them off to school, for those of you who are not homeschooling, we realize every time our children are away from us that we have to trust them to the Lord, We that our, that our, uh, our very lives are going to depend on how uh, the peace that, that we have in our lives is going to depend on our trust in the Lord. And so as my kids are getting older, my prayer life is deepening. And as my older kids have stood on the precipice of adulthood, I'm telling you what, as a mother, I wanted to just direct their every step. And God said, no. God said, no. He said, trust me and let go. And in that regard, raising kids has really deepened my walk with God. But I'll tell you what, it has also exposed a pretty big weakness. Uh, because of the, the way that I grew up, my childhood left me with profound trust issues 
uh, where God was concerned. And I know many of you can identify with that. I hear from you all the time. I, I get uh, messages from my assistant. Sometimes she'll forward things to me. And I know that many of you listening to this understand what I mean when I say I had uh, profound trust issues with God. And from what I can see around me lately, I'm not alone in my struggle. I think we're living in a generation where trust is a word that we say, but we have a hard time living it out. And trust is a word that the Christian community throws around pretty casually. All my life, I guess, I've heard things like, you know, just let go and let God, and of course, you know, trust and obey. But it really isn't as easy as that, is it? Because reality is much more complicated. When we take our child in for surgery, we learn to trust God in a way that we could not have possibly imagined. When the ultrasound comes back and you realize that your child is going to be sick for their entire life, your trust uh, life deepens. And good Christian moms don't necessarily always like to talk about their trustees, especially where God's concerned. But here's the thing. If we're going to raise a generation of kids that trust the Lord, we have to learn to trust Him too. And if we're going to walk in victory and become the kind of moms and parents that our kids need us to be, we need to learn exactly what that means. And I want to ask you today, do you trust the Lord enough to help your kids trust Him too? The question is a big question, but it needs to be answered because this generation of children and their parents are facing the very circumstances that are going to require absolute tenacious trust in the heart and timing of God. Do we trust Him for whatever is going to come? Can we stand in the face of persecution? Because listen to this, mom, you can't give your kids what you don't have. And we carry so much as mothers. We are the gatekeepers of the next generation, and the next generation is up against a lot. From the time that I committed to writing the book that I'm just finishing, I have seen the culture change incredibly quickly. The Supreme Court has redefined marriages. Uh, Displays of the Ten Commandments have been removed from many public places, and pagan statues have been erected in cities like Detroit. A football coach, maybe you guys remember this, from Bremerton, Washington, was under investigation this year simply for praying where his team could see him at the 50-yard line. And yes, the song says the times they are changing, but here's the thing, you guys, God doesn't change. Praise the Lord. He stays the same. So no matter what is happening to you in your life right now, you can trust the Lord. I'm going to take you like I always do to the Word of God, because I want you to hear what God says. And women, this is important for you to remember. I said this in the last podcast, I'm going to keep saying it as long as God gives me breath. You have the ability inside of you, those of you who are listening and you know the Lord as your personal Lord and Savior, you have the ability to hear from Him. He wants to speak to you. He wants a personal relationship with you. And so if you hear something in the culture that doesn't ring true to you and it and it fills your heart with fear, can I just encourage you to take it before the Lord and to open up his word? I'm going to link back to one of my, uh, actually a series of books uh, that was put out several years ago by Baker Books. But they are reference guides for uh, counseling. And I've used them for many, many years. I love them. I love that I can look up a topic on worry, look up a topic on finances, whatever it is, and see what the Bible has to say, because that's where our trust begins. And either we trust God or we don't. Either He's faithful or He isn't. And as a Christian mother, to me, it's becoming more and more clear every day. My trust needs to be more than just words. It needs to be a solid foundation in order to withstand trial and testing. And every season that we live our lives as mothers is going to put our trust to the test. But 
We will never be able to release our children to God's plans for them unless we accept and trust that He is big enough, wise enough, and good enough to be trusted. And that is going to be demonstrated by the way that we stand up this year in an election cycle, by the way that we are not deterred by what we hear on the, on the, in the mainstream media, by how we respond to criticism. We put our trust in the Lord. The Bible says some might trust in horses and some might trust in chariots, but we don't. As the children of God, we trust in the name of the Lord. Proverbs 3, verses 5 and 6, trust in the Lord with all your heart and do not lean on your own understanding. In all your ways, acknowledge him and he will make your path straight. Jeremiah 32, 17, O sovereign God, you have made the heavens and the earth by your great power and outstretched arm. Nothing is too hard for you. Then the word of the Lord came to Jeremiah. I am the Lord, the God of all mankind. Is anything too hard for me? Don't you love the words of the Lord in the midst of our struggles, in the midst of our fears? He is saying, nothing is too hard for me. And I'm telling you, women, as I have spent time praying and just talking to the Lord, pouring my heart out to Him over what I see happening in the culture that I know is breaking the heart of of the living God. I can hear Him speaking back to my soul. Trust me. I can be trusted. The Lord is our light and our salvation. Psalm 27 verse 8, you have said, seek my face. My heart says to you, your face, Lord, do I seek. Psalm 27, verses 13 and 14, and I'll leave you with this today. I believe that I shall look upon the goodness of the Lord in the land of the living. Wait for the Lord, be strong, and let your heart take courage. Indeed, wait for the Lord. I'll see you back here next time. For more encouragement, visit me online at thebusymom.com.